Hi, this is Tony at Cover Magazine. I'm speaking to Petri Marx, Product Actuary Retail Affluent at Sunlum Risk and Savings. Petri, thank you very much for your time, and um, it's great to see you again. Thank you, Tony. Good to be here. Yeah, we're just talking about the, um, the hybrid working environment, etc. And time goes so fast when you just see people online every now and then. So it's great to just see you at least in an online discussion. Definitely worth it. Yeah, um, Petri, your um, claim stats came out a while back um, and um, there were some interesting things. I think the most important, obviously, is that there was um, something like a 23% decrease in claims, which was a probably to be expected. Um, maybe you can just give us a, a brief overview of um, some of the things in your claim stats. Yes, thank you, Tony. Um, uh, it is Sunlam Risk and Savings Business that uh, published our claim statistics for 2022 recently, uh, and we operate in the retail affluent uh, market segment. So all of these statistics, uh, just to emphasize, is in respect of so-called individual business in the retail affluent uh, market segment and will not exclude any uh, claims from our uh, group risk uh, businesses. Um, but yes, Sunam paid out still close to 6.4 billion rands worth of claims in this individual uh, business segment, um, which is still elevated from the pre-COVID-19 uh, levels, or, or, although thankfully at least 2 billion rand less than what we've experienced um, in 2021, which is, was the peak COVID-19 year. So yes, a decrease of that 23% as, as you have mentioned. Now, out of the 6.4 billion, um, interestingly, death and funeral claims still dominate. That still make up the majority of claims that we pay, uh, with close to 5.4 billion of the 6.4 billion ending up as, as death claims. Although, thankfully, uh, and I think it's a good thing, we every year we see a steady increase in claims from so-called wider benefits or, or living benefits as we we now often refer to them, and it, it, I think it's a good indication that our financial advisors and brokers uh, really make an effort to put in place more realistic financial protection um, for their clients when looking at financial plans um, on, on, a, on a bigger scale. So really good that we're seeing this mix slowly turning uh, and we're paying more and more claims for, for living and wider benefit sets as well as, as, as death benefits, um, which we still have a legacy of or a traditional uh, history of. Yeah, it, it does show a nice trend in in how we approach um, the insurance of, of affluent clients. Um, Petri, one of the things that, um, well, maybe first of all, I think, are there any other trends that are interesting to you in, in the claims? Yeah, uh, I think, uh, just to highlight before we get to the trends, just furthermore comparing it to, to the previous year, as mentioned, COVID-19 was still present in our 2022 uh, statistics, although both the mortality and the sickness and income protection claims did trend downwards during the course of, of the year. And apart from the COVID-19 trend that is sort of trended downwards, um, other increases in, in claim causes were mostly in line with our growing portfolio of, of risk business that we have on the books from year to year. So no really big surprises there as, as far as that is concerned. We did see um, cardiovascular causes 
in other words, the heart and blood systems, returning to be the major cause of claim in 2022, as it was also the case back in 2019 and 2020 for some of just before 2021 hit, which was the peak COVID-19 years where respiratory causes um, took, took over as the leading cause. So a bit of a return back to uh, pre-COVID-19 uh, mix of claim causes with an emphasis on, on cardiovascular causes. Then if we look at other trends, Tony, um, maybe there are some other smaller movements in individual claim causes uh, from year to year, but one must be careful to say that is now a new long-term trend. We will continue, continue to monitor those. Uh, what I find most interesting uh, personally and has a definite bearing on the financial advice and the financial planning we do for our clients is that there is definitely a trend towards paying more and more claims to younger clients every year. And it's particularly relevant for our wider benefit set. So I, I want to give you a few examples of this. And it will really be very insightful, I think, to, to the listeners. When it comes to severe illness benefits, which is one of our big categories, as much as 58% of claims for severe illness were paid for clients younger than 55. Then moving on to income protection and sickness claims, more than 60% of claims, in fact, were paid for clients younger than 45. Now, this is now really becoming a, a big trend. And younger than 45, as you can imagine, is really in your peak working career and your top earn, income earning years. So really a lot of claims we pay out for disability income and sickness is in those very high income earning years for our working population, more than 60%. And then there was lastly even a 6% increase in permanent disability claims. In other words, the total inability to continue working a 6% increase in for, for people younger than 35. So those are numbers that really shows us that um, you can say, sadly, life happens to, to younger clients. Um, don't assume it won't be you that are affected next. And um, the message is really that it's better to put in place your cover sooner rather than later. As we have always said in the, the financial planning environment, but it's now really playing out that way in practice with and, and evidence uh, by our claim statistics every year. And really, um, when looking at a financial planning process, risk cover should be put in place earlier from a younger age rather than a, uh, an older age. Yeah. Now, um, just on the, that trend in growing younger, um, I mean, two things sort of jump to mind. The one is maybe you've got more young clients, um, which probably is not the case. But what do you think is behind that trend of more younger people claiming in that space? Yeah, I think it's partly it's true. Yes, um, more younger people um, are on the books thanks to to being entering into the financial planning process. But I, I, I do believe it's a little bit disproportionately weighted still towards the, the younger clients. And, and um, we see many statistics like cancer, cardiovascular events do impact younger clients on a medical level from, from year to year. Um, and, and those medical um, trends, I don't think will be reversed. Maybe it's a function of our lifestyle and a stressful uh, environment. Uh, 
Um, but yes, it, it is important that we protect the livelihoods of those younger clients. Um, early on when Wabes, they're still healthy and can put in place these protections for, for relatively good value for money as well. Yeah, low cost premiums. Um, in the claims, there was also a mention about um, increased claims in the people from the medical field. Um, what was that all about? Yes, Tony, uh, just for context, Sunlam has traditionally maybe had a, a big market share of cover to medical professionals, uh, in part due to our product focus, but but also our presence and, and distribution efforts in that in that market. However, as much as 74%, nearly three quarters of our sickness and disability income claims confirmed as a result of COVID-19 was specifically for medical professionals being booked off work. So this is where that statistic comes from. And this is even disproportionately higher than our business mix of medical professionals that we do have um, covered on our, on our book. So I think this is just testament to the fact that those occupational groups were really at the forefront of the fight against COVID-19 um, <clears throat> and really worked on the front line in, in protecting um, the lives of as many as possible people uh, during COVID-19. And I think it's also just the fact that the medical group was potentially the group that was mostly routinely tested for COVID-19 during 20, the course of, I guess, both 2021 and 2022. And as a result, they had to either be booked off work uh, if they were symptomatic or even had to isolate for, for some time. And both of those events were obviously claimable events under our income protection uh, mm -hmm. policy. So really a disproportional effect um, of COVID-19 on medical professionals. And, and in a way, our claim statistics worn that out and, and, and gave a, a salute to our medical professionals who uh, were helping us in the fight against COVID-19. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, we, we um, as people who are not in the medical field, we can never understand what pressure they went through during that period also because of the unknown element to this yeah. whole thing. I yeah. Agree. So, um, uh, Petri, um, would I be correct in sort of hazarding a guess that we're back to normal trends or are we still not quite there? Pre-COVID, I mean, as in normal. Tony, yes, hopefully we will continue at the levels we ended the year at in at the end of 2022. As, as mentioned, we were still elevated if we look at the full year. Uh, but thankfully, we are no longer seeing this phenomenon of so-called excess mortality um, as a result of either confirmed COVID-19 diagnosis or other wider conditions. Now, we are fortunate in that respect because overseas, they do still have this phenomenon of excess mortality. In other words, not all the excess mortality is as a result of confirmed COVID-19. But thankfully, we are relatively uh, trending normal at the moment, um, and we, we we trust that it will continue for the remainder of, of 2023. Um, apart from that, we will still closely monitor some of these individual claim causes. Um, as mentioned, there was a slight increase in cardiovascular causes, which may be a, an indication, uh, an early indication of what the long-term effects of the pandemic might be. Um, as I say, it's not yet playing out as total excess mortality, but there is just at the micro level 
some increases in cardiovascular causes, which we will continue to monitor. Um, and, and hopefully those will also not elevate to, to excess levels. Um, but so far, we are trending mostly in line with pre-COVID-19 levels, uh, um, uh, or expected levels, so to speak. And we hope that will that stability will obviously be good for the industry um, going forward. Um, but yes, happy to uh, report that time statistics show products we offer or the efforts of our intermediaries really play out in practice. And behind those statistics are real people that that, that were really um, uh, given a lot more financial security and peace of mind or their loved ones in, if they were not no longer there. So it's really a testament to the, the industry that we are in and that we make a real difference in, in real people's uh, lives. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's um, good to know that the trends are aiming back to where we used to be. So that's good. Uh, Petri, thank you very much for um, your input and for your comments on that. And um, yeah, good luck for the last part of this year and the claims trends there. Thank you, Tony. Good to discuss um, this with you.